two, one. That was probably pretty close. Adam, you and I were very close there. I'm very pleased with that. Which also could mean that we're not far along at all because oh, of the sync b- difference. B- so we could have actually completely fucked that up way more than all the others. Welcome to Morning Brew, episode nine. I'm Adam Sheridan. I'm Stephen Burke. And I'm Daniel Purcell. And it's fucking hot out today. I am sweating like a pig. When everyone listens to this podcast next week and they hear me sweating on the podcast, just know it's not my fault. It's just really hot out. Could you do that in Rush Limbaugh's voice now? Uh, uh, what does Rush Limbaugh sound like? Hold on, let me he doesn't sound like anything phone. anymore because he's dead. <laughs> okay, let me, do, let, let me try. Ooh, it's hot in hell. <laughs> there, is that good? Did I get him? Oh, I was already so, my, my God, my God down here, it's rough and tough and <laughs> I'm sweating down here just as much as Adam is sweating right up there. He's telling Satan that it's rough and tough in hell. Satan's like, yeah, I fucking know, dude, it's hell. Oh, there's, a, there's an <laughs> element in your way. Rush Limbaugh, uh, you, there's an element in that impersonation of Macho Man Randy Savage, I think. They're the same if you person. Just pro wrestling, yeah, if you, just, if you just do any pro wrestling thing, it just works out, you know what I mean? You can get a job on conservative should, television yeah. just impersonating Hulk Hogan. Mm, come here, Satan. <laughs> I guess that sounds like much a man Randy Savage is going to fuck Satan, which is not what I intended, but it just started off way more sensual than it was supposed to. Is this a wrestling show? Just just out of uh, out of interest. Do we see this no, as being you a know, wrestling show? No, but you know how people like shoot their shot and they try, you know, someone will have an interview show and they'll keep calling that someone to get the interview. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing this until I get the challenge to rock to a tables match, and that's the ultimate goal of Morning Brew. Ultimately, Man, he's gonna when fuck I can put... Nah, I'll put him through a table, dude. He's like old now. <laughs> I seen him fighting a lizard on his on his fucking Instagram, and he got bit on the finger and cried like a little bitch. It's a lizard, dude. Fuck it, there's like a million of them. I was playing with them in the desert when I was there. He fucking the rocks like seven thousand fucking pounds. He can't fight a lizard. It's Maybe a it's lizard. a different lizard, Adam. Mm, I a mean, different I sort would of hope lizard. So. More than one type nah, of lizard, Steve. Come on, that sounds pretty unoriginal by God or whoever created. I lizard. mean, that's true because the Spider-Man a- villain. The Spider-Man villain is not called a lizard. He's the lizard. Mm. Yeah, he was the only one. When they got rid of him, there were no more reptiles. Oddly enough, we also, all live in the one crocodile. place. We all live in the one place where there is actually only one kind of lizard dwelling on land in Ireland. There's a, liz- there's yeah. a lizard. There's a lizard in Ireland. We've literally yeah, one kind of lizard. It's called Fianna Fáil. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know what it's called. Some like, common newt or something. Some shit. Uh, Rock lizard. I don't know. I'm oh, it's got some really boring name, does it? I'm just going to Google Ireland so Lizard. Fucking Michal Martin just got scorched. We've just been I censored. I apologize. I will send them some after sun. But it's, it, was not, it was not intended. It just came to me. I had to shoot it. Mickey Mack is a nice enough man. One-to-one. He should do, mm. one, he should do more one-to-one interviews because he comes across better. Zootoka yeah. vivipara, common lizard. The common or viviparous lizard is Ireland's only native reptile. It can be found in a wide variety of habits throughout Northern Ireland. Why? Why are they saying Northern Ireland? Oh, so oh, fucking par- oh, we're partition a, we're, robbed we're, us of it. No, we're on a, no, it didn't. We're, but, well, as far as as, as far as habitats.org.uk is concerned, uh, yeah, they're not interested in southern lizards. God damn! I can't believe Brexit took all our lizards away. This is fucked up. Well, well, might, fairness, maybe it was a fairness, Protestant I just, lizard. I just looked at the first result. Let's let's get onto a real website, the Irish Wetland or the Irish Wildlife Trust. There's mm-hmm. a real one. Uh, I feel like Ireland mm. has fairly boring wildlife relative to most places. Like most yeah, other places seem to have like one or two things that could kill you or mm. that you're supposed to be like, stay back. That's a bit dangerous. Whereas I feel like we've got some deer and that's about it. And everything else you could fucking dominate. Every other bit of wildlife yeah. in Ireland, you're like, I'm the king here. I'm the mm. boss. And every now and again, someone will get bit by a spider that's not poisonous, but they'll die because they have allergies. And it's like, oh, you didn't even die from a poisonous spider. You died from like a regular spider. This is really lame. Yeah, but and a by, very fragile human. Especially because by that logic, a peanut is one of the most dangerous elements of wildlife in Ireland. Because you can die from True. allergies for that. If a peanut bites you, you'd be fucked. Man, if I was a fucking if chimp and I figured out what allergies now. were, I would throw fucking peanuts at every motherfucker in the zoo till I could escape. <laughs> I would just try and trigger every... I'd just be fucking firing peanuts into the zoo. Why? Do you think someone's going to start on you and then accidentally open the door? No, because if they collapse over, I have time to escape. It's like a death defi- I've seen Madagascar. Those fuckers got out easy. <laughs> they didn't even have to give anyone any like fucking peanuts or shrimp or whatever. So if I'm a fucking chimp, if I've got chimp strength, I'm getting out of the fucking zoo, dude. I, it's I, kind of embarrassing that they haven't gotten out. What are you going to eat when you get out? Chimps don't have any money. Dublin's an expensive town. He could get a job <laughs> as a chimp yeah, in guess. Dublin Zoo, but then he's choosing yeah. to be there, and that makes all the difference. 
But we already have a Taoiseach tarnished down Green Party leader. What else? We, what other jobs for chimps could we possibly find? <laughs> oh, fucking Neil Martin with the second shot of the night. <laughs> Attempted murder here. Attempted murder. My apologies to Michal Martin and Leo Faradkar <laughs> and also Eamon Ryan. I am not sorry. Oh, there's a uh, pigeon outside my window. Maybe, maybe he could have a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's the that clever. <laughs> the T-Shock's flying away. He's eating a worm. He's eating a worm. Everyone knows pigeons don't eat worms. This is some high-level satire. Most of you guys who don't what? get it, trust me, there's another level to it you're not seeing. You know what's a real shame that we lost? <laughs> it's a shame that we lost little fucking president. I was only thinking about it the other day. A real shame. The little fucking president. No one's ever going to remember it. It's like it's got, eventually it'll be behind some kind of paywall and no one will ever know what it was. Real shame. Anyway, Stephen, tell us all about uh, about your good friend, uh, <laughs> about Michael Lockery. Michael? No, Mark Lockery. Mm. Mark Lockery, there you go. Michael sounds like he sells weed or something. And if he does, hit me up. <laughs> I know he's from Mayo. That doesn't mean he sells weed. Well, Michael Lockery's not from from Mayo. He's probably from, like, you know, Clare Hall. <laughs> That's the most weed-selling area in, in Ireland you can think of. The weed-sellingest hole in the country. I was halfway through saying Clare, and then that didn't feel right, so I continued, and I was like, well, what's the other thing I can add on to Clare? And Clare Hall was all I could come with. <laughs> I just went with it. <laughs> I, just, I just followed through. We, we kill it here. We just follow true. Donna Mead. Donna Mead massive. <laughs> no, so what basically, it all started... Uh, it all started uh, two Thanksgivings ago, as in two years ago on Thanksgiving. No, um, well, it all happened about three weeks ago. I was on a night shift in work, and um, I saw a few bits bouncing around on Twitter uh, from historians who were upset about somebody um, doctoring images of Cambodian genocide victims. It turned out that one of these lads who likes to colour in old-fashioned black-and-white photographs had done the same with... Um, you know, he just goes around basically. His whole shtick is he has an Instagram page and he pops up the few bits on his Instagram page and he has a big following from that. So obviously he wants to feed them content. How do you feed them content? Find more archives to colour in. So he found a huge big archive of uh, of pics uh, at the Cambodian Genocide Museum at um, Twelve Slang, I think that's how it's pronounced. And this is a notorious prison camp. They called it S21. It's where the Khmer Rouge killed 20,000 people in the course of four or five years. Um, there were only 12 people who survived this camp, which is fucked, to be quite honest. Anyway, pretty much the only thing left of their memories is um, uh, these photos up on the wall in the Genocide Museum of their mugshots, because there was this massive archive of mugshots that was taken. And from what I've learned in the course of reporting this story, Cambodians are fiercely protective of a lot of that because you have to remember that something like one in four Cambodians were murdered by the Khmer Rouge over the course of the uh, that, that particularly vicious communist regime's time and power in the country. So anyway, Matt comes along and says, there's a big archive of pictures. Let's pull out some photogenic people and colour them in. And let's give some of them big smiley happy faces holding their mugshots and um, spin it as an act of defiance or somehow humanising them and then go to all the papers and get myself more publicity uh -huh. and that's it and that went down that has gone down really as you might expect in Cambodia um, I think he was I think he was headline news going going for, going on for an entire weekend at the start of the month there um, like front page of all the newspapers from Sunday to Monday into Tuesday Um statements and spokespeople coming out from the arts ministry threats of legal action and all, all the time he's sitting there in, in mayo <laughs> thinking he's great basically he started getting into arguments with people uh, online on i think it was the saturday night and um then just sort of went to ground now he confirmed to me in a statement that i asked him for uh what's the crack matt how do you account for the fact that they got smiley faces in their images and not the ones that were uh you know the ones that you've produced for Vice News and uh, not the ones that actually exist in the archive. How do you account for that? And he says, yeah, put, put a smile on, you know, two or three of them. No problem. <clears throat> did he, he say, say no, no problem. Oh, I was going to ask, what, what, what did he say? Did he just say he did it? Or? I better read his statement just to be fair. <laughs> it's a really fucked up story. <laughs> Like, it's really, it's really fucked up. <laughs> I, d I think it really fucking speaks to 
the um I don't know, maybe the consumable nature of a lot of those colorized history things where they almost need to make it more Instagrammable by giving him proper smiles and turning it into like a more feel good thing. I know a lot of historians are already against colorizing photographs because they say you're already faking the history but yeah by colorizing it because you're putting yourself in there and you're not necessarily colorizing it correctly and all of that kind of stuff but i'm sure it's not necessarily for the reasons of oh then you could also fucking add pictures or add smiles to people who survived the cambodian genocide golly it's only 11 days ago okay so here's what i asked him do you oh hang on dear mr lockery do you have any comment on the recent criticism of your work on photos from the s21 prison it has been pointed out that the facial expressions uh, oh, the facial expressions photos. This I obviously wrote this in a hurry. What I meant to say was it has been pointed out that the facial expressions in photos included with your recent Vice News interview are radically different from the archive originals published on the 12 Slaying Genocide Museum's website. However, in your interview with Vice News, you indicate this was how you found them. How do you account for this? Did you discuss altering the expressions of the archive? Do you think this is an appropriate treatment for such a sensitive historical subject? I would be pleased to facilitate a pre-recorded interview to discuss this for our news bulletins. Best regards, Stephen Burke. And what time did he come back? He came back to me pretty quickly. I was like quite surprised at how quickly he came back. 20.36 he came back that evening. And what time did I write? He wrote it at 20.40. (laughs) 20.15. Oh, wow. Okay, so he came back within like 20. It's like literally 21 minutes. Yeah. This is a guy who completely went to ground after this. As far as I know, I'm one of only like two people to manage to get a, a quote out of him. Hi, Stephen. I gave three interviews, in fact. One to Vice, one to Liberation in France, and a radio interview in the US yesterday. I'm looking forward to the Libé article as they will be explaining in depth the moral reasons for the addition of two or three smiles in a project of 140 plus images. The act of humanizing and magnifying why empathy matters is high on our list of people. Whether it's 1939 or 1978, genocide is genocide, no matter where or when. A strong subject will always invite a strong response, and it is the very nature of this work. The appreciation far outweighs the criticism, as is often the case. It's the criticism that piques interest. I appreciate the offer of a pre-record, but Liberation must come first. Thanks, Matt. Um, hey, he said nothing that, has that Has that ever come out? Hmm? Has that come out? Oh, I reported on it all week, yeah. Um... So what did Liberation <coughs> say? Uh, they they, well, they didn't quite say that now. Uh, I don't have the article to hand. But uh, it, was, it was rather different. Anyway, look, the short, long and the short of it is he thought he'd be more... He, he thought he'd be a little bit more celebrated, I think, by the Libre article. And I don't think it came out quite the way he wanted to. Um, but anyway, Vice pulled their article saying it didn't meet their editorial standards and that effectively they'd been... the. Uh, by failing to disclose that the the images hadn't just been colorized but had been doctored to put in the big smiley faces <laughs> didn't meet their editorial standards and they really should have oh. said that oh actually no well, sure while we're at it we'll read the vice news statement hang on we're sorry we didn't do a very basic amount of fact checking well this do is they the not thing think it's surpri- they not this- think it's surprising that people in the equivalent of a concentration camp Yo, we're showing up and flashing the the old pearl, and they all had perfect teeth. From oh yeah, yeah, pearly whites. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the perfect teeth thing was a bit weird. And look, I think what can be quite bothering about these things is that you know how personal a thing like a smile is. I mean, if you've ever looked at, um, well, there's a there's a drawing that's been done of my grandmother, which in which she has a kind of an open mouth smile. I don't, think, I don't think I ever saw her smile like that in either a photo or in real life. And I was only four and I was just like, that's not her really. But it was just a weird smile the way it had been drawn on. And it was just not recognizable as her. Anyway, my mother won't even look at the picture as far as I recall. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. That's really interesting actually. Yeah. Um, I just, I'd love to know his real reason for doing this. Because I don't buy, I don't buy his kind of excuse. Um, so I'd love to actually know the real like what went through his head when he, when this was decided and why that was the smile he decided to put on. Because for people that aren't aware of the smile, like you're just thinking like a smile, but like, no, 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 you need to look it up because it's a really like, yeah. it, it's it's a really like glaring addition. I'm just to, looking to at pictures. it now and it's not just the mouth. It's not just that they did a smile. He did like the crinkles under the eyes. I think he slightly shifted the eyebrows to make it look more more authentic. Like it wasn't just like a casual 
photoshopping they, on of 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 of, uh, of some tea that was crazy the amount of effort he put in yeah, yeah. um yeah yeah uh he's obviously rather good at it that's to be fair now one one photo I mean, yeah look look the guy's talented well I'm not, I'm not saying he's not talented yeah it's almost worse it than he is like it, you, yeah some people certainly argue that um I had one academic tell me she was, it was the worst case of photo manipulation she'd ever seen. Um, that may have been before. Yeah. It, it, oh, there's a new piece in the Khmer Times from. Oh, God. Animated Holocaust victims, murderers and more inside the world of the smiling Khmer Rouge victims artist. This is in the Khmer Times, which is an English language publication in Phnom Penh. Not content with outraging a whole nation with grotesque images of victims of the infamous Khmer Rouge S21 prison that he digitally altered to give happy facial expressions, Irish artist Matt Lockery has covered a number of other controversial subjects, as evidenced by his Instagram feed. The site, which is still public despite the artist deleting his Twitter and Facebook feeds, displays a number of disturbing images, including an animated victim of the Holocaust, identified as such by the hashtag Holocaust Remembrance Day. In the comments on the Instagram post, Mr. Lockery hawks his services, saying a play on words, but a service with a smile is available, and it's something often requested. For €49, your family photos restored, coloured authentically and with care. An unfortunate turn of phrase, considering the hurt he's caused Cambodia. Um, He's done this a couple of times, actually. Um, This big smiley face is on uh, on the Australian convicts, which Vice has also taken down. He also did it in... Uh, in the context of Irish pictures, Dan, you may you may be aware of that um, pictures from Irish history. Uh, I don't know if it's not it's not Dan hmm. Breen. Uh, well, one of the guys about to be executed by the British just flashing an old smile first. Yeah. Uh, How do I look, lads? Hang on, it might have been Sean Houston or someone. Matt Lockery. He did Tom Crean to great acclaim. Ah, oh, yeah, there's the creepy one. Um, Irish artist brings historical photographs to life with state-of-the-art technology. Matt Lockery of My Colourful Past is bringing historical photos to life, quite literally using animation technology. So who's who's that? That's... Um, uh, oh, he's using a program called X Oculi. Ah, it's Sean McDermott. So there's a studio po- portrait of, of Sean McDermott. Uh, of course, the revolutionary about after whom... Bridges, I think, are named. With a neutral expression. Maybe a little hint of a smile towards the end. Dead eyes. Um, Lockery took that one. When did this happen? This was... That's a good while back. That one's floating around a good bit. I think that coincided with the, the 1916. Oh, it's February 13th. Yeah, so he makes them... His little trumped eyes. The eyes flicking around the place. It's weird. It makes him look like he's he's standing for a family portrait or something. Mm. Um, and then a big cheese-eating grin. Now I don't think it, it just it just seems like that smile's gone a little bit too wide to me. But yeah. very well, very it well done. It makes him look like an awkward teenager. Yeah, but you yeah. know the you know the eyes don't. Uh, there's nothing happening in the eyes though for that smile though. You know. They are they are all very well done, but like that's like. <laughs> they're well done in the sense that like you can see that there's a level of quality to it mm. I, I want to be really careful about how I phrase this because it's not good <laughs> like it is it's bad in the sense that these are <laughs> human expressions so like I don't want to make it sound like this is good at all but but there is a level of quality to it but I'm after just checking there and uh, you know a, a lot of his other stuff that he's done that kind of slid under the radar is now surfacing again too and I mean it seems to be quite yeah he got uh, read the riot act by the holocaust museum only last weekend as well yeah and uh, there's another one as well join the flock seems to be going in on him because he colorized a bunch of uh, now deceased women and like put big smiles on their face as well uh, join the flock is a women's magazine in the UK so I, I is I that the uh, that's the Australian convicts picked is it uh, I'm not too sure. I just seen the the outrage mm. post. I didn't see. Take, I mean, in general, just just having a quick search. Like a lot of people, even as recently as two days ago, are still furious. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's oh, it's been a, like, it's been a while, and this isn't blown over. I, I spoke to some just, guys in Cambodia, and uh, like they're hopping mad. And what's actually interesting yeah. is how little in- little attention this has had in Ireland overall. Um, well, that's it. I I seen it before it like really started pickup. getting picked up, and I reached out to you mm. like immediately. Because as soon as I seen it, I thought, like, this is really fucked up. How mm-hmm. is this not bigger? So me and you had a private conversation about it beforehand. 
Um, I, I don't want to go over it for, for, for too long. Just to kind of wrap us up. Well, Do I want to just make sure that we cover the Cambodian aspect of this because yeah. I will put the, put the voice of, of some of the Cambodian people in there because... Um, you know, I don't speak Khmer, but I, I have spoken with some people in the arts community there about it, and they are—they have been absolutely hopping mad. Now, Vice, let me, let me read the Vice statement while we're at it, because this has gone back two weeks now. They pulled it, but then they put down a—they put—they uh, put up a, an editorial. Ooh, hang on. They did put up a wee editorial about it. Um, Vice Media Group addresses Matt Lockery article. I accept. Huh, that's weird. <laughs> it's gone. Oh, you shouldn't have accepted. Yeah, they're that's not sorry anymore. That's Vice what I get. Yeah. Back on the uh, vice against Cambodia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ten reasons yeah, I, why yeah. Laos is the better country. Yeah, I guess. I guess us. Uh, here's the peti- I, I here's the petition. Should. Here's the petition anyway by some some of the uh, the, the Khmer art movement. Minimizing the pain and trauma of our community by those who are not connected to the experience is not only revising and erasing history, it is a violent act. Our community is still processing these traumas. Our community is still healing. Our community is still telling their stories. Please listen to them and most importantly, honor them. You have to remember, these, this is a genocide that only happens in the late 70s. Like, what were your parents doing yeah. in the late 70s? Um, I probably been, I mean, my, my mom would have been like a, a, a baby. Yeah. I think my dad was finding out he was colorblind as he trained to be, in, as he did his electrician's final exams, which is not oh, an ideal not. time to find no. out that you're colorblind. Uh, it probably explains why he was having such bad grades, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turns out I'm not shit. His hands swelled up. His hands swelled up because all the shocks over the fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> Look, okay. it has been suggested to me by some in the Cambodia, by a Cambodian theatre practitioner that I interviewed. Um, just to try and gauge the reaction there, just just looking for just looking for publicity and just looking to hawk work, simple as. And look, you gotta admire that hustle, but uh. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, doesn't one have to admire that hustle? It's, it's, uh. It seems to be in a very effective marketing strategy. He's got his name everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So that's kind of how I wanted to end it, was to see if what the consensus was on how this affects his career going forward. Um, it has worked in the past, obviously. Look, he's done this a number of times, and it's gotten him more and more and more work out of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it previously was great, but, you know, like people that sell hate online, eventually, you know, fucking, eventually you pay for it, you know? So, and this is like his time of, of someone deciding that he they didn't like what they saw. Mm-hmm. Um so like I, I suppose I his access to archives might be constrained, but then so much of that stuff is available free in Saranashka and free for use and reuse. I suppose we're on the frontier here really between you know art and science and and also history, which is also a, it's always a messy place to be with lots of people from different disciplines arguing about the merits yeah. and demerits of things. Yeah, I mean, look, ultimately, I don't think um, people in Cambodia that were upset by this got the got the apology they probably deserved. Mm. Um, you know, I f- it was probably a bit. Yeah, and they are um, still looking. They are still asking Matt Lockery to apologize. They, they yeah, want a, they want mean, an they apology from him, and yeah, and they, they say they're, they're quite happy to have received one from Vice, and Vice has responded. And and yeah. I don't have it to hand, but it was in quite very much cap in hand about the whole thing, and probably rightly yeah. so. To be fair, um, I have heard the other arguments that you know all images are lies, um, to some some degree. All photographs are artistic products of manipulation and presenting them as truth is is equally problematic there are issues about is it right to be exhibiting you know the conqueror's great gaze the murderer's gaze in the form of a, a concentration camps photography you know is that is that correct that a Khmer Rouge officer or a Khmer Rouge uh, militant or photographer is the person whose work is treated as the historical record is that is that really you know, our photographs as unbiased as we truly perceive them to be. Probably not. There's uh, lies with that no, I mean, all the time. Yeah. I look mean, at the way know, that look it, at the way that press photographers recently have been using long lenses to imply that uh, you know, to imply with with the compression of depth of field and, and forced perspective yeah. that people are more crowded towards each other than they are at a time we're all supposed to be socially distancing. Is yeah. that is that any less a lie? Even though it is the unvarnished, un uh, unaltered truth coming out of a camera. 
Um, I would say that I understand that that's not the argument, and I mean it's a, it's you know it, it is. There's a lot of solid bases to it there, you know, and I agree with with a lot of it. But the problem is like when you take something and then you manipulate it further mm. <laughs> and try and pass it off that you know all you've done was splash a bit of cover over it. You know, it's not exactly a uh, it's not exactly a one to one. You know, there's there's a second layer of manipulation to it that goes on. I think that changes the 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 product more. I you would. Know, so I, I think there's a. It's a little different. I would. I. I think I would come down on the side of things where they were the things are recorded the way they are in many senses for pretty good reason. Um, yeah. If someone's not smiling in the picture, they're not smiling in the picture for a reason. Either that's yeah. because the way they wanted to present themselves in the case of Sean McDermott is he posed for a photograph without a big cheese-eating grin. So yeah. what right have I as a person, you know, in, in there's there's no form of art more intimate than, than portraiture. It's a, a statement of branding. So what, what way, you know, what right have we to revise it from the way that the person originally well, wished to present themselves? Yeah, that's it too. And it, it's it, one, of, you know, one of the big problems with it is, is that like, you can look at a photo and think, you know, is this what this person, you know, you can try and imply context by looking at a photo, knowing that you don't know the actual context to it because you weren't there. But mm. to change the context to it and tell someone what the context is, is a very different scenario. You know what I mean? That's that's a problem. You know, it, it's, there's a difference between an implication and a, and a straight up, like a lie. And that's mm. what a lot of that stuff is. And I, I, you have to be careful with it, especially when you're downplaying I mean, in general, but when you're downplaying something that serious, you know, mm. I, I mean, obviously, I think it's fucked up, but I'm not from Cambodia, you know, I don't understand how upset they are. Mm. I know they're very upset. I've seen it, but I don't know how exactly upset they are in general mm. with it. And I mean, you know, I, I, I hope that they do get their apology they're looking for. I, I hope that they're, you know, they're able to make peace I'm with it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they won't. Um, I th- no, I think I, I, but, I think you know, Matt Lockery has made his mind up. Um. But well, yeah, he's gone into hiding, you know, and that's that's the sh- that's the sure sign of it. He's not going to say sorry because sure, how he's not around to say sorry now. Good luck getting good luck getting through to him. He still has a website up, probably. Yeah, he still has his website up, but sure, all he has to do is just not answer that email. Mm. You know, he could ignore that email very easily. I think he's probably still. Um, I think he's still updating the the Instagram page. Uh, the Instagram page I couldn't find unless it's under his company Most, maybe name. It's been, maybe it's been taken off. Yeah, his Twitter and all the rest of it was already mm. gone before I looked it up, and I think his LinkedIn had been pulled as well. Mm. Well, you would, wouldn't you? I was. In the, but this was like several weeks ago, so yeah. I think that's all gone. I mean, look, I, I don't think he'd be hurting for work. I think he can do work in photography, clearly. I think he can do work in touching up photos after mm. the fact, too. I don't think that his current business of restoration is going to go ahead uh, at the level it was going at. Because I think there's a... Unfortunately to it, it wasn't just one thing. There's now a lot of things. And eventually that's going to start to track up the Google scale. So when you look up this place, you're going to find a lot of mm. stuff in there that will cost cost them certain jobs which is probably fine i think there yeah, are i think not. i think there are enough people in ireland who want photos retouched uh, in that sense and, and aren't going to be that concerned uh they're not going to find themselves that concerned about what happens or about people in the far east being offended by something something i think a lot of irish people are more inclined to back a local guy over yeah I, i'm talking over more literally more any controversy yeah, I'm talking more about like a, an outside these walls kind mm. of scale. You know, maybe he just rebrands. Maybe he just changes mm. the name of his website and moves on, and that's that'll work perfectly fine. Who fucking knows? But mm. yeah, it's a it's a strange one. I mean, it'll be interesting to see kind of when he surfaces again what exactly happens. You know, I've been keeping my eye on it, but yeah, I mean, you know, the ballsy thing to do would be to say sorry. You know, the <laughs> this the the this isn't the ballsy solution of like, oh, I'm I'm gonna stand my ground. This is the coward's way out. You've deleted all forms of contact, <laughs> and you're pretending that you're sticking up for your own rights. You haven't done that. You've just hit away. <laughs> mm, like, I see this that is argument. The way out. In ten years, he can say, "Well, we all agreed I was right." Yeah, if he had all of his if he had all of his stuff mm. there, if his LinkedIn and his Twitter and his Facebook and all the rest of it was all still sitting there, and he was ready to accept all criticism coming in, a hundred percent, I'd agree with him. But he didn't. He wiped it. Well, so he th- he's 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 come around now, and he he has he did say in a subsequent email to me that I haven't made public that he did feel he was being targeted by targeted for abuse online. Yeah, I mean, you know, he probably was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, if you piss off a whole nation of people and then refuse to say sorry, yeah, they're gonna be pretty mad at you. Yeah, <laughs> all, <right. laughs> all they wanted was a sorry, and you didn't want to do it. Like you know, but like, my but my own my own impression from his from his his sort of on the record response was that he actually appreciates the quote strong response that that's what he was seeking to provoke well 
I guess we'll find out. Can't get much of a response if you're not tracking it. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he has a burner account somewhere where he's tracking things, but you know, if you if you if you scurry away, eh, yeah, I can't really give you much credit there. Right. Well, there you go. That was my boring little topic. Who wants to, Who else wants to talk? I don't know if we should segue immediately into something completely uh, without weight and body because mine was inspired by Family Guy, so I'm not sure if that's the most natural transition. Adam, do you have a more natural transition than that? or um, No, I think we should just yeah. crash into it. Go. Crash okay, into let's go Family Guy. Okay, go. crash. So I started with Family Guy, but I suppose more is more broadly about when animated shows decline and how they decline. So I ended up basically for want of wanting something on while I was uh, working. Uh, I found a bunch of old Family Guy, uh, not old, new Family Guy episodes on YouTube. So I was watching them and it's amazing how bad the show is. I mean, I don't don't think anyone's surprised that any of these shows that have gone on slightly too long isn't really good anymore. Like, you know, it's the same fucking thing with The Simpsons. Same thing people say with like shows like Archer. But what I was shocked by with Family Guy was how it was basically the same show when as when it was good or when it was watched before but just in a slightly twi- in, in a slightly material. twisted form in a slightly twi- so yeah first of all yeah just in 2020 so they're still doing jokes where it's just funny that someone is gay like mm. it's you know <laughs> nice. someone someone just walks into a bar and someone goes hey and that's supposed to be really funny um nice. so pa- partially it's aged out of the humor but partially as well it's the things which were in the original episodes or the older episodes which were getting you laughs are now the entire show shut up Meg yeah like the the, the, the Meg stuff where she's now just degenerated into some sort of human troll (sighs) that's exactly the one I was going to bring on that fucking (laughs) that knee thing that knee thing which I think was the first time they did a joke that lasted way too long so it stops being funny and it starts being funny again now every two or three episodes there's a sequence where like Peter is trying to pick up a frog for I think that's an older one but he's trying to like pick take someone out of of a boat or he's trying to pick something he's trying to pick an apple from a pile of apples and you know he looks like he's going to do it then he stops and then he starts stroking his, his chin again then he leans in to try and grab another one then he stops again and he go, and it lasts you know a solid minute or two minutes I absolutely uh, can't wait to not watch this yeah well, this, <laughs> this is the problem because the solution to all of this complaining is just well don't watch the show but I have watched the show now so I'm going to fucking complain uh, and there's similar kind of jokes that kind of you use I mean if you if you watch something you're fully entitled to give a review whether it's good or bad it is true absolutely you know yeah, like the solution is don't watch the show. Great, in the future I won't watch it. But the shit that for, I did watch. Thank you for I'm, warning, I'm, me I'm warning you all now. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. You know those. This old, is a public service o- announcement from Dan Purcell. <laughs> you, you know those o- those old type of jokes that they would have at Family Guy, where it's essentially Seth MacFarlane complaining about something, where he'd be like, "This is this is just like uh, that guy who doesn't wash his balls in the gym," and then it comes up to you, "Hey, it's I'm me, the guy who doesn't dingus. wash his." Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Except that's every joke. Uh. That's every joke in the in the show now. They said they particularly hate women and the way women talk. Like nearly every joke is just about how, oh god, isn't the stuff women talk about boring? Oh, and they laugh at it's silly like Rory moments. Stories. It is. It is exactly <laughs> like Rory's stories. Fuck. Well, I bet he loves Family Guy. Do you hate your wife? Yeah. <laughs> I bet he loves Family Guy. That's every sitcom in the nineties. Is like, man, isn't my wife a bitch? And it's like, I don't know, dude. Divorce her then. I don't fuck. What do you want from me? Are you know, re- you know who ready, wasn't. Are we like, ready for? So are we ready for Rory Stories Family Guy crossover event? Who wants to do Peter? Who wants? To oh, Rory? I would. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Okay, you play Peter Griffin. I'll do Rory from Rory Stories. Uh, Let's do okay. a bit. I don't know if I can do a Peter Griffin voice, but I I, I can try. Well, I don't know what he sounds like anymore. Uh, I'll. I'll uh, I'll, I'll give you the you just do that. You just do. But <laughs> 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 I, what I love about Peter Griffin impressions is they're all simultaneously good and shit. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just the nature of the voice. Is it because that's the show is simultaneously good and shit? I think is it, that. I think it may be like a. Maybe Peter Griffin is kind of like a Christopher Walken impersonation. Like Christopher Walken impersonations are like flaring your nostrils. You can either do it or you can't. <laughs> You know, and it may, maybe Peter Griffin's the same way. Maybe it's like you can either do Peter Griffin or you can't do it. Can you fly your Have nostrils you... down? I think yeah, so. You're going to need to improve that. You're you... going to need to improve that. Actually, we, we, we will never be able to tell on that computer. What? what how... This is my old computer because my new one has been sent into Dell so for repair. We've right. we've now figured e- out. You can't even see your nostrils there, Dan. They don't even appear as a <laughs> distinct shape. <laughs> we've, we've I look like I'm informing on a crime boss. It's so bad. All <laughs> three of us can flare our nostrils. Can any of the tree do a Christopher Walken impersonation? 
I'm reluctant to do one ever since I saw that college humor sketch from about six years ago, <laughs> which is called like, which is called like the five impressions all guys think they can do, and it's just a bunch of guys get, being like, you, I get a you weird talk like this. <laughs> Christopher I get a Walken. weird fear on this fucking show all of a sudden. I don't know why, but anytime it comes up to do an impersonation, I get like a fear in my fucking <laughs> stomach. That <I'm laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't actually care, but there's just something in me where I'm like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> so I'm taking that as a no. I None of us could do the Christopher Let me try here. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Say, <laughs> that's, that's, that's Christopher Walken, right? I think so. Like yeah. Chris Walken falling downstairs. That's, <laughs> that's know, Christopher always, Walken sidekick of Han Solo. You, you know I can never remember actors' names. <laughs> do, I'll do uh, Christopher Walken from that Irish movie that came out last year that everyone was. Oh gosh. Oh oh Jesus. Ah, oh, De- Declan, get in. I'm fuck Declan. That was. was uh, I'm pretty sure spot on to what it was. I think the most Christopher Walken sentence you could say is that one from Pulp Fiction where he says that he stored the the watch up his ass. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's okay. Dan's done it. Yeah, Dan's done it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair enough. So it's a, it's a yes. We can all flare our nostrils and everyone can do a perfect Christopher Walken impersonation. That's we fantastic. Are, but, are theory, theory, but are we doing the Rory stories crossover event with, with Family Guy? All right. Well, who's Rory then? I Obviously. haven't seen enough Rory stories to. Okay, then you're not Rory. I mean, I have. <laughs> <but I'm> <laughs> <laughs> we figured that one out. <laughs> good. Good that we've narrowed it down. <laughs> Okay, so it's either it's either me or Steven. I can be bald. I'm like halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can be Rory, and then Steve, you be Peter Griffin with that astounding impression, and I'll, I'll, I'll be silent and not. No, you're gonna. Oh, you're, you're, to be you, you, unfortunately, you go, you've got to be the dog. You go, you've got to be the dog. <laughs> no, you don't even know the dog's name. You could be the dog. The you dog, Benjamin. And, <laughs> the dog and Family Guy or Rory stories. Is Whichever, there a dog man. and Rory? Both. Look, you just, you just, you, this is the great thing about improv. You just come in whenever you feel the moment is right in either of those characters or both. Okay. Not hey. the episodes deep, and we're so far downhill. <laughs> I think you've decided. You've decided which is going to come in. Okay. Uh, okay. hey, Brian. <laughs> Uh, hello, <laughs> it's me, Brian Griffin. <laughs> I have no fucking clue what he's supposed to sound like. Who's that? Uh, cl- sa- who's that klutzy bald Irish cunt on the ground <laughs> driveway? <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm in a fucking cartoon. Jesus, Mary, get the fuck out here! I'm in a cartoon. <laughs> I think he's upset about something. Oh, hey Peter, I, I think that's because you hit him with your car. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm in a cartoon. I've been hit by a fucking car. <laughs> Do you know what? This isn't far off a Family Guy episode. He <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even do the laugh. I don't know why I can, can't stop laughing. This is outrageous. I just nearly killed an Irish guy. Oh, no. I'm going to fucking hospital in a cartoon. He can't even laugh like the character he's supposed to be. Hey, mister. Oh, I'm now turning into Rick and Morty. <laughs> hey, mister. Do you need a list for the hospital or should we ring a guy for you? Guy, Did you just turn into short guy. round... I think I think that was the short round from Indiana Jones there, Steve. Who's that? I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't get your references. I can't keep up with your insane movie trivia knowledge. You know the, the little Asian boy who keeps calling him Mr. Jones? That's what that sounded like to me. Oh, hi, Mr. I, I don't know. Don't, hi, don't do an impersonation of short round. <laughs> don't do the impersonation. Cambodia will gonna... not be on our side. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. We only just establish ourselves as being on rightful good. We can't, we can't go to chaos. I don't think we should do sketches anymore. Ten minutes ago seems so you guys long are ago. Shit. I mean, I mean, the sketch would have worked better if anyone had known any of the characters we were pretending to be. Oh, that was great! <laughs> that was our best sketch we've done on the podcast so far. Oh god! I mean, it's a Sorry great that, con- it, 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 It's a great concept. It's a great sketch concept. Yeah. <laughs> see, okay, you. Pick it up. see you. See you. See you. See <laughs> you. What does Rory's story sound like? I don't watch his videos either. I think he's just like raspy, like Dublin. I hate. I thought he was from Navin. No. Is he from Navin? I'm not too sure. He sounds like a. He sounds like a, a dickhead. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Why I'm sorry. He's like probably a fine nipples. guy. He's just not funny. Oh look! I have a 30 second concept. Let's make it an eight minute Facebook video, or we <laughs> don't. How about that? Funny. That's what we just. <laughs> funny how that's just, just. That's what I just tried to make you guys do. It yeah. wasn't eight minutes though. It, it was thirty seconds. We, we if you cut, cut out all the bullshit very quickly. <laughs> uh, but actually, there's another. Strong I'm gonna have to Rory send it to stories. you guys to fucking improv classes. I'd never get this podcast done without it. 
I'd love to go to improv classes. I should do it. Let's do it. Yeah, you should do it. If only COVID wasn't stopping us. Maybe I can improv the rock through a fucking table. (laughs) You spent far too long resisting that concept rather than doing it. But <laughs> speaking, why it was funny. speaking of the concept and how it, it's dragged on too long and tying mm-hmm. it back to Family Guy, mm-hmm. what I have realized, mm-hmm. which has ruined nearly every episode I watch now, and probably when you hear it will ruin it for you too, is that every episode has two halves, where the second half is the actual plot, and the first half is Peter deciding he is an ex guy now. He's a guy who wears denim, or he's a guy with weirdly long hair, or he's a guy who owns a Chevy. And then it's just a series of unconnected stereotypes we're supposed to know. He's a guy that know. Rory stories. Yeah, and, they, and all the stereotypes are pedophiles. The, all the stereo- As everyone knows, the man who has a Chevy must have a young, unescorted minor with him at all times. Or I'm going to be mean, the man in hello. denim who touches you too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Isn't that, isn't that a situational a- comedy, Dan? Isn't that just how a situational comedy does it? Set up, resolution. Not yeah, necessarily. I mean, Not if half an episode is based on one observation that it isn't apparently even really an observation. I did. Well, you, would yeah, you have, would you see a denim man, a man mm-hmm. wearing a denim jacket, and think, ah, pedophile? This man's a pedophile. Well, it's yeah. It's like you know, what's this episode? Peter gets fired from his job. Okay, what's the eighteen gags between the start and the finish? You know, that's that's the Family Guy formula. I don't know. I've never been to the United States, so maybe they have a, may, maybe if they have the the same rich tapestry of prejudices that we have here about like between Catholics and Protestants. Uh, no. <laughs> there are simpler people. Yeah. It's either Catholics or non-Catholics. They've got it down to a fucking science, dude. <laughs> it's, re- it's really good there. It's it's like perfect, really. <laughs> I feel like my, never I, I, I don't know. I, I'm perhaps, perhaps there's a, perhaps the, there are associations that we, uh, there, there are subtler, subtler associations in American society than we might possibly perceive. I mean, look. That, let's be that honest, perhaps a man who still wear has who still incorporates denim into his into his wardrobe in this day and age and has kept it since it was last in fashion. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. he has a particular predilection for. Mm. Eva's dad wears denim on denim. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> he went to a wedding once. He had denim trousers and a denim jacket, <laughs> and I think also a shirt. He may have had a denim shirt on too. Sorry, he may have been sorry, denim. sorry, what the fuck wedding was this that he wore a denim denim three piece suit? That's his nice clothes. They're denim. You don't wear them every day. <laughs> you break did out it, the denim when it's nice. Was it tasseled and did it have rhinestones? Unfortunately not, no. Sam's not a rhinestone uh, kind of guy. Yeah, he wouldn't do the whole rhinestone thing. But he um, would do double denim at a wedding. Possibly triple denim. I would have to think back to it, maybe see a photo, but he may have had triple denim. Yeah. I, may, I, may, I may be unfortunately right with that. Maybe. So let's maybe recap. more. You can't see let's his socks or his underpants. Let's recap. You're flashy enough for double denim at a wedding and you won't wear rhinestones. Yeah. See, that's the Irish frame and we can never go all the way. You know, we, we always stop too soon. Bizarre. Which is why actually I'm going to take my stuff back. I think that pedophile jokes are the premier form of comedy. I'm going to go all the way with it. I think... I'm not going to make one. I'm I just saying... Hey, variety is the sense. spice of life and also comedy. Yeah, that's true. And that's why okay, I do really mind. bad impressions and nothing else. I'm gonna Christopher walking it back, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, not gonna have the the pedophile jokes as my main stance from now on. I'm gonna Christopher walking out of here and getting my Adam Driver and drive away, <laughs> get my car and Adam Driver away. I read a Rory story before bed. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I don't mean to make fun of him. He's probably a nice guy. I just think he's not very funny. Like I just, you know, it's not for me. It's for people his age. That's fine. Enjoy. Make your make your videos. And hate your wife or whatever. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't really. I'm not sorry at all. Rory, if you <laughs> want to be interviewed on the show, we can set definitely set something up. Just let us know. We'll roast you. No, we won't roast oh, you. Oh yeah, You'll yeah, ro- absolutely. You will, he will definitely roast us. I bet he's way more cracked than we are. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. I've seen him on Ireland AM. Has anyone on Ireland AM any crack? What would you do if you went on Ireland AM that wouldn't involve cussing the place out? Like, what could you do that would be broadcastable? Because I certainly, I certainly couldn't keep a room front of adults entertained without telling dirty jokes for five minutes straight. You could tell a dirty joke. You just can't put dirty language in it. Oh, I'm not subtle. I'm not also, subtle you're like not solely <laughs> responsible for the content of the show as the presenter. They've got whole producers setting things up for you to do. They're yeah, not so you, you gotta, yeah, so that's when they start. Adam's worked on a morning TV show before. That's what happens. That's when they get out the big boat hook. <laughs> yeah, they, they pull you off stage. Yeah. Tommy Bow was fucking terrified every day of his life that the hook's <laughs> gonna come in and get him. 
no, I need this job. I can't make no money on rugby anymore. <laughs> I, I need to pay my bills. It's just not... It's it's just a really... It's a D-list show. It's just... It's really like... Paint by the fucking numbers. They'll never change. It's just... It is what it is. And also, you can't get into a daily show. Uh, here's Ireland's AM's real fucking problem. The hosts change all the fucking time. All of those talk shows need someone that you're invested in or like personally. And when you change hosts randomly, sometimes for weeks and months at a time, no one's ever invested with fucking anyone that comes on. I only know Tommy Bo. I don't know any other person's name on the entire Ireland AM cast. And they cycle through a lot of people. Couldn't tell you a single fucking name. I Tommy Bo is the only one I know. I have literally never and watched I don't I, like Ireland Tommy AM. Bo. I don't get up early enough. But um, I do know some people who have worked as interns on that show. I'm sure I could tell you some yes. horror stories, but I better not. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of horror stories to come out. Look, it's 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 a very suffice to say, there's a lot of interns around around, around around TV three. Awful, awful yeah. lot of interns Shocker, hanging right? around that show, that place. Uh huh. Weird how that works, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. weird how to go through a lot of interns. Yeah. An awful lot of interns. Yeah. And how few of them get work afterwards. Yeah, I mean, you know. I don't want to say certain things. I know Tommy Bow is not going to sue me. I didn't say anything bad about Tommy Bow, but there's other people that work for Virgin Media that if I name, I'm going to get sued, and I just don't want to don't want to deal with that because I know that they've already sent out legal letters to other people. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from that that topic. <laughs> but I do have a dream. You know, they right. you know Virgin Media was defrauded of near something like eight hundred grand over the course of the last decade by one of its staff. Yeah, I don't know and where they did I quit five years back. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where they found eight hundred grand in that organization. Yeah, it wasn't in fucking salaries. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> like, where did they find eight hundred grand to misappropriate? Obviously, like promote that man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy is good with fucking money. He found money you didn't know you had. <laughs> Make him chief executive. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I let's let's walk let's walk on out of here. That's Christopher walking on out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I I have a uh, I've actually I'm gonna save that. In fact, in fact, eight hundred grand is pretty much what you would pay your entire team of interns on Ireland AM and several <laughs> other shows for ten years. Now that I think about yeah. it, if you did actually a- pay them eight hundred grand, eight hundred grand is what you'd pay your interns if you weren't paying them in imaginary <laughs> imaginary coins. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everyone gets a quarter of an Ethereum light if they work here for six months. Mm-hmm. I, ju- I don't even know if Ethereum light's real. <laughs> I just threw that out there. It probably <laughs> fucking is. Oh, that's all my Dogecoin or whatever. Dogecoin. Is it not Doge? Is it not Is it not Doggy? Yeah, it's Doge. I thought it was Doggy. No, it's Doge. I thought it was Doggy Coin. No. No, no. I always call it Doggy because it pisses people off. It's Doge. Th- I think the ancient... Uh, yeah. the, uh, the medieval rulers of Venice. That's, that's what I choose I, to I think it's dedicated to. I don't know to. what it is. I pronounce words like wrong on purpose to like entertain myself i don't know why i find it funny it's the most juvenile fucking thing i do because okay, you're that, juvenile the, ju- Ipsum the juvenile bullshit that that we do <laughs> to make ourselves laugh but one of the most juvenile things that i fucking do is i make stupid like changes to words just to like <laughs> just to entertain myself like uh <laughs> i it was when we were we were on the way i think we were out of Oktoberfest or something one time and I kept pronouncing scone wrong on purpose to annoy Rob. And then this, like, random woman having a smoke, she must have been in her 50s, like, roared after us going, It's scone! It's scone! That's because <laughs> it's a whole... Over by, like, the harbour master or something. Oh, yeah. Got really pissed off, found that endlessly funny. <laughs> uh, for, like, change, I sometimes say chonga. I don't know why, it just... <laughs> it, just it just makes me laugh. Hello, sir, uh, would you like your big chongas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like some like I'm making dinner. Sometimes I'm making fajitas. Like I just I don't know. <laughs> Everyone I don't does know that. Why. Everyone does I just, that. I don't know why. It just it just makes me laugh. But like I just I do that all the time to make, and everyone gets annoyed by it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> they just really can't stand it. The funniest part is sometimes people will hear you pronounce something and I, you're pronouncing it wrong on purpose, but they'll not know how to pronounce it and they'll think, oh, that's how you pronounce it. Then they'll say it and get laughed out of the how room. Many? And it's so funny because they're so upset by it because they thought they were right. They said it with such confidence and then they get laughed at it, and they're so upset that you tricked them. Have you seen the scone like, versus scone pronunciation? I convinced my brother for years that Sony was called Sunny. So he thought it was the Sunny PlayStation and the Sunny Vio. And so like stuff like that absolutely like so mad at me that like he was trying to hit me when he found out I <laughs> told him the wrong name. What's some of the juvenile stuff you guys do? Word-wise or just in general? I just in general. To, I wanted to talk about the scone map. I suppose okay. so. Drag drag topics hilariously off topic. I suppose that's what I do. Uh, north of north of the north of England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and pretty much a pretty much a line that starts. Hang on, let's see this image properly. 
I'm getting it off the mirror side, so it's a bit low res. Basically, everywhere from... Which one is the one further north? Drogheda or Dundalk? I can never remember. Drogheda. Yeah, on a, on a kind of a jagged line from Drogheda as far over as somewhere south of... Yeah, somewhere around Sligo Town, I think. Uh, a bit north of Sligo Town is the orange section of the heat map for Scon, where Scon rhymes with gone. And when you stay in Kerry, okay. that's the strongest pronunciation for Scone. Very mixed in Dublin. Something similar in the UK. Though in Cornwall, they, they lean a little bit towards Scone rhymes with cone. Uh, yeah, see, they're off there. Strongest the way in... it's actually pronounced is Scone. And then you've got the whole sto- Scone Squaw. of Scone. What's the and then there's the stone of Scone that's under the the um under the the monarch's chair down in Westminster you, that was robbed of the Scots. Are you talking about Sconer's cream? <laughs> <laughs> Can't eat the stone of Scone, so it's it's falsely named. <laughs> so I've heard. I haven't tried. It definitely wasn't banned that's from true. the UK for breaking into the Tower of London to try to do that. Do you ever want to piss on the Blarney Stone? Because then people will kiss it, and it'd be really funny. I'm certain that's been done. Like I know, I know the type <laughs> of people Definitely who live in done. I, the type of people who live in Blarney, they don't have anything else to do. I'm sure they break in. <laughs> it's hard. It's hardly oh, fucking it's all, top security. Oh yeah, it's all, it's all fucking coming out now, isn't it, Dan? Dan, tell us more about Blarney. Go <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Where are you from in Cork again? Somewhere posh. Yes. <laughs> Is it I'm not ashamed. Actually, Douglas isn't like super posh. It's just. It has very posh areas. You didn't it. answer my fucking question. Is it Douglas? Yeah, from Douglas. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Cause I, is cause your middle name Douglas? It is not. Oh, they fucked up. Yeah, I, d- I didn't live in Douglas. They didn't live in Douglas when I was born. To be fair. Okay. No, you just okay, lived in enough. Douglas when you lived there. Yeah. If I was, if it's <laughs> just that Daniel Planchers Planchersdale. Planchersdale. That's great. Uh, Where Daniel the town of the Planchards is known by the trees. My my middle name is Maternity Hospital. Like I like all of your middle names. Uh, I don't have a middle name. That's true. I don't legally have a middle name anymore. When I changed my name, it was it was dispatched, removed. What and was your middle name? name? Albert. Oh, that's a great one. Should have kept that. I guess we could. I guess we could have like killed like five minutes there of you trying to guess a middle name. Uh, no, I I actually I actually remembered it the moment I asked you. Because uh, yeah. cause if, if your first Prince name Albert. was... Because at the moment, you have a nice big beard. But if you if your first name was Albert, you would just have a big walrus mustache and nothing else. And it's just... No, it's I, I, wouldn't ha- I wouldn't have a beard at all. I'd just have my dick pierced. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's either or there. Uh, I'd love yeah, a beard, yeah. but this 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 piercing yeah. says otherwise. Well, that's it. Like, it's like now like now I can't get my cock pierced because, you know, my, my first name is actually Adam. And I and I have a beard, so I'm not allowed to get the cock piercing. But if I was Albert, I wouldn't have the beard. I'd just have the cock pierce. That's why you have to show ID when you get a piercing. That's no yeah. other reason. I, but uh, then, like, you know... A subsequent housemate in, in Kinvara went along with a friend of his for moral support while he had something called a reverse Prince Albert done recently. Is that where they pierce everything but your cock? I or don't is know. That where they take it off? I googled it at the time <laughs> and I sort of blanked it out. Just if you wanted to, if you feel like grossing yourself out now, and, and any of our listeners indeed, reverse, <laughs> just Google, just Google, have a little, have a little Google there for. Um, I just, I have to know because I don't understand what a reverse Prince Albert is. I don't, I don't. You're know a polluter. You've pol- you're going to pollute my timeline with this, but I can't stop myself. I just remembered reverse. my mother listens to this. Hi, mom. That's okay. You didn't get it done. Thank you. First thing that comes up is healing uh, time. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Infection yeah, possibility. The image. Ah! Yeah, so the Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Are you looking at so the blue diagram as well, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am looking at the diagram. So there's three, there's three cocks on this diagram, and it's from a health line. So uh, shout out to health line. Thank you for informing me and, 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 and giving me this content. So mm. the Prince Albert, which apparently is a, like a ball piercing, kind of similar to what you'd get done on like your nose or through your ear, but it goes through the head of the cock and comes out the other end, like the bottom of it. A reverse Prince Albert is a ring that's on top of the cock. So it, it goes through the head of the cock but comes out the top part. Um, so that's something that's going to get snagged on uh, everything forever. So good luck with that one. I'm told it's uh, a sex rip thing. Rip the cock head off. Yeah, I mean, it can be a sex thing if you want, but like it's going to get snagged on everything and rip off. 
So, you know, enjoy having a dick while it lasts. And then there's the Deep Shaft Reverse Prince Albert, which, as you can imagine, is a mix between the Prince Albert and Reverse Prince Albert, so but it's Deep Shaft, so it goes I a lot further. I found some more here, actually. There's an even instead. broader diagram by Healthline, slightly further down, which includes a Dido or a King's Crown, which... <laughs> and also has the I, I'm a guiche <laughs> where, you get your, where you get the, the your gooch scrag <laughs> here you get your taint pierced <laughs> there's one of them that's four piercings and it's called the magic cross <laughs> <laughs> they have the ampelang it's just I think it looks like it's a straight through the shaft okay. I'm slightly it's convinced I'm slightly here. convinced this is actually like the None body mod- the body modification equivalent of one of those uh, newspaper charts of text speak that used to knock around in the early two thousands. Oh yeah, like LOL. Is yeah. Like, has this just been yeah. made up? Has this just has this has this just been made up to horrify people? Why is the king's crown also known as the? I like to imagine it's a reference to Virg. It's a reference. Regional to variations. It's much like the scone. People who get their penis cr- uh, yeah. pierced are very. Or it's or maybe is th- is that what the is that what the. Uh, the song was... Is that what Stan is? Dick gone cold, I'm wondering why. <laughs> I, <laughs> I put that in there oh. at all. Okay. <laughs> There's two of these, though, that are very lazy. One of them's called the foreskin. As you can imagine, you just get the foreskin pierced. I don't understand the point of that. That seems lazy. The other one's just called the pubic. You just get your pubic area pierced. I like, I like Again, the lazy. half of that. Lazy, which lazy. sounds like a Dubliner telling you to take one of the I two like piercings the- off. No, no, half it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I do also like the half of it. Seems like it's the most painful one. It's where they just kind of pinch like a little bit of your ball sack and pierce it twice. That that seems like it's the if worst one. There is also the ampelang, which goes through crossways. It looks like so. Uh, I guess like if you want your cock to look like a fucking caveman <laughs> with a bone through his nose, Captain that's the way you go for caveman. Since we're on this topic, right? I imagine this interferes with your ability to pee. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know when you, you know uh, when you take your, when you take a piss right after having sex, mm-hmm. and like it's just like it's it's fu- it's uh, the only thing I can imagine is that that's what a fire hose is like when you when you accidentally fucking turn it too much up, it just oh, fucking so explodes. I'm just imagining sidling up to the urinal and like. Yeah, and this thing and it just comes out. It comes ways. out sideways. Yeah, yeah, it co- it comes out like the fucking the spread shot in Contra, like it just fucking <laughs> blasts in three different directions. <laughs> and I'm sorry, man, it's my it's my ampelang. It really it fucks me up when I when I go to the bathroom. Maybe that's I, wh- maybe that's why they have those little porcelain walls between because the of the ampelangs. <laughs> maybe just in case someone has someone has an ampelang. Maybe it's more common than we think. They actually call think. them they are, they actually call them ample wall gardens. <laughs> that's, that's the scientific name for these things. Um, okay, before I go, <laughs> while we're on the subject of Prince Alberts. Um, and this uh, wasn't not, even your topic because I I'm no longer an Albert. You know I'm I'm no longer an Albert. I'm not a prince. I'm not a king. <laughs> uh, not Albert anyway. You know. So there is no piercings below the belt. Maybe though. Maybe. But I had this conversation with with even before about people that send dick pics. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've never sent Eva a, cock, a picture. It's not once. <laughs> not Other pictures. Not not. I haven't everything sent you but a the dick pics either. <laughs> you guys. You guys are well, weird. That's really coincidental. <laughs> um, but so I. <laughs> I had said to Aoife once, I was like, you know, if I was going to do it, though, you know, you'd want, to, you'd want it to be... Di- like, you can't just send, like, a picture of a cock. Who gives a shit about a cock? Every, the, every cock is the same. I picture every human has my dick unless I see someone's cock, and I'm like, that's weird. Why doesn't that look like mine? Every time. I don't know what it is. I just picture Where everyone your has the same dick. I, it's strange. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. Where's the warts? <laughs> Why is it so clean? Um, so I just, you know, I just doesn't... It just, so it's just, who cares? Like, it's, you know, it's a floppy bit of skin. Who gives a shit about it? Mm. And otherwise, it's not a floppy bit of skin, but it's not interesting. There's no interest to it. So I said, like, you know, if I was to do a dick picture, what I would have done was, like, I would have put my cock in, like, a hot dog bun and put ketchup on it and sent that, you know, because it's interesting, <laughs> it's cool, it's funny. It's even not even not slightly so. trashy. Ah, but then you'd, it would look no, too it's delicious intre- and it's, you'd it's accidentally good. take a bite. That'd be the, that'd be the risk that you'd accidentally mm. eat your own penis. It's just... Healthline, yeah, Healthline has something yeah. on this. How not well, to I mean, eat your I, own penis. <laughs> Well, that's ah, why you don't. Yeah, that's shit, why you sorry, don't put the relish on. Also, it's raw, mm. so you probably should cook it first. Mm. <laughs> I think people have been. <laughs> oh, well, you mine is well cooked. <laughs> mine, mine is well cooked. <laughs> when someone tells you you can't oh. cook with friction, they're fucking wrong. <laughs> We've gone too far, and I regret it. 
<laughs> what's what's worse? What's worse, the tot of that or your dick in a bun? <laughs> well, I got no traction on this, and I thought this was a great idea. Where's, where's everyone else? Standing? Is your is your is the entire point of this podcast that you can say? And Aoife didn't think this was funny either, and then you can say it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I come up with these great ideas. I sit around. I fucking brainstorm for weeks on end. Sometimes come up with these great ideas. Sometimes they're great mm. questions. You know, like if I if I if I had a chance to talk to Tony Hulan, my main question would be, you know, if someone has strep throat goes down on someone else, do they get strep genitals? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm not a doctor, but I just get no traction on this stuff. And for example, one of my other examples was I came up with a brilliant business idea recently. Fucking gold mine. It's chocolate ass. Mm-hmm. So picture a chocolate ass. It's just it's a chocolate treat, but it looks like an ass. Is That's it, it photorealistic? Not locker room <laughs> no, photorealistic, like, or is so it cartoonish? Okay. No, so it's it's cartoonish. So imagine like a like a love heart chocolate, right? You know how it has the curves at the top to make it look like a cartoonish love heart. Yeah. Well, they're a little more plump, so it looks like an ass. Mm-hmm. Is it no traction is it, on this? Is it life sized or is it bite sized? No, so it's Terry's chocolate orange sized, except for. Valentine's Day, in which case you can get a life-size one. Oh, nice. Because you've got to go big on Valentine's Day. And does it split but into segments like a chocolate orange? No, no, no. Just no, two no. segments? Well, I mean, if you, yeah, you'll have to break it. Yeah, okay. yeah you can break it up. You know? Is it like solid Easter, or hollow? You crack it up. No, it's hollow because it has a filling. Mm. Oh, I it see. It has a caramelly filling. A what? It has a caramelly filling. Caramel? Caramelly. It's not... No, Kara smell because it's in and out. Uh, does, does it? Are you gonna make it uh. artificially smell? No, it's just caramel, but it's a good bite line. It has a Kara smelly <laughs> filling. I don't know why I have to explain this so much. It r- fly off. Just the to be shelf. clear, you're not explaining the concept to us. You're, no, expa- <laughs> you're trying to explain the appeal to us. <laughs> and I don't understand how it's not immediately appealing as a genius business idea, and also a delicious treat. You don't like caramel? I, d- I don't, like, like, I don't like, caramel. like caramel that much. If you eat it, Christmas comes along, you open the box of roses and you take out the golden barrel. That's where roses, Probably. right? Golden barrels yeah, and yeah. The roses? Sure, uh, let's no, see. It no, might be quality no, street. I'm, uh, I'm the strawberry ones. The strawberry. Okay, you take out the strawberry one. Okay. Mm. But instead of looking like a strawberry, yeah. it doesn't no one look like, like a strawberry. No one else likes it. Them. looks like a butt. Perfect. But you I don't like. I don't understand the confusion. Here. I, I can get behind it. Yeah, sure. Why not? But why wouldn't you make it like nougat see, flavored or something? Maybe put nougat on it. Or something. We can fill it with lots <laughs> of things. You know, uh, fucking uh, you fill it with whatever you want. The life size one is life size. Whatever you want to do with you that. You can sell life size one for Christmas. I'm just gonna sell you the chocolate. <laughs> not for ass. Christmas. Not for Christmas. For Easter. Yeah, Dan. That's Instead a of Easter egg. Dan, that's a. I just, that's a, I just like think for that, that's a, so for a life size thing, you're gonna have like what, like two liters of caramel in the thing. How much do you shit? Right, but caramel is very cheap to make. <laughs> caramel is very cheap. Two liters at a time. It's not a real ass, Dan. It's not a real ass. I just think it's I just think real. that much caramel is gonna like be a bit sickly. Okay, but were you not one of those kids that when you were young and you seen Easter eggs, you didn't think, hey, would it be great if they had a cream egg Easter egg and it was just an Easter egg filled with the cream from the cream egg? I mean, obviously, uh-huh. everyone was like that. Aha! But imagine it reached, wasn't cream, the cream egg, and it was an ass. However, I was a child who was always indulged with as much fucking chocolate as I wanted to eat, and I've sickened myself on cream eggs more than enough times to know that yeah. that wouldn't quite be you something that anyone ass, would want to eat. True. Yeah, you don't even you'd only realistic realistically you'd only make Can't it about happen, you'd only make it about five or six tablespoons into the ganache filling or that kind of thing before you'd absolutely before you'd never want to see it again. You'd just be like, no, I don't want any more of this. I feel like absolute shit. I don't know, man. I don't know if there's a limit on ass. I'll tell you that much. What if you filmed it with like a walnut whip mousse? That's a bit lighter. Yeah, we some could walnut do that. Whip? Uh, walnut whip? Yeah, we, it's... Uh, walnut uh, whip. Don't you fucking start with another overdone <laughs> family guy joke. <laughs> 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 I mean, look, we could brainstorm it. I'm just saying, listen, if Cadbury is listening, get in touch. You know, I... I am willing to go into business with you on this idea. It's a genius idea. Uh, it's got real legs to it. Not really, though. It's just the ass. But, with you know, <laughs> it, theoretically, it's got real legs to it. And I just think it would be a great seller. Everyone likes chocolate. Everyone likes ass. I don't understand where the problem is here. I'd say 
Cadbury's would probably decide that making erotic chocolates didn't fit in with their overall Mondelez brand values. Mm. Have you Ooh, not seen the white chocolate sorry. Oreo bars, though? The They're pretty fucking hot, dude. <laughs> you know, I see that on the shelf. I walk by that on the shelf and, like, I knock over a few cans of tomatoes when I'm on the way past. <laughs> like, I, it's, you know, it's it's completely involuntary. What, what the tomato and chocolate aisle. The Super Value Isle has... Yeah, the, the Super Value Isle is a really strange aisle where there's, like, candy on one side and on the other side there's, like, canned goods. These are all... You know, these are all yeah, foods... So when you're these are all foods that yeah. had their origins in the uh, Colombian exchange. Yeah. You know, it's so that when you're, like... You'll feel guilty and you're, like, oh, I can't get the bag of Smarties. I guess I'll get the chickpeas. And then you come back and get the Smarties because you're, like, what am I doing? Can't this is not a trade. Chickpeas. This is not a one-to-one trade at all. I'm a fucking lunatic. You just reminded me that I oh, had that I've half put a pack of the ass. I'm gonna eat them now loudly on camera. I mean that's fine. We're wrapping up now. Anyway. You know that Does famous portrait. Before we go, I'm having a sour also, snake. Hold on, chocolate, chocolate ass. Nay. Yeah or nay? No. <laughs> Fuck you. This is. <laughs> why don't you make a? Why don't you make it a jelly? Why don't you make it a sour jelly? jelly? Ass? Yeah. <laughs> a jelly ass. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking absurd. That would never sell, dude. That's crazy. What are you talking about? You could make them the right ass. color and everything. If I want to see a jelly ass, I'd fucking look in the mirror in 30 years. Why wait? That's what <laughs> I say. Very ambitious. I'm <laughs> optimistic. 30 years. <laughs> oh, please. I thought you wanted to... life goes back to Norman. I thought you wanted to die to Norman, I'll go back to... No yeah, okay. That's 30 years for me. 20. <laughs> 20 something. You know, close. Close. <laughs> I'm not allowed to die anymore. Aoife told me that. That's fucked up too. That this fucking I have a lot of grievances to air about Aoife on this fucking episode. I'm not allowed to have chocolate ass. I'm not allowed to set up this company. Everyone's saying, against I'm me. I'm not saying you're not my allowed to do it. My little brother was against me. My mom was against me. Everyone's against me here. Well, when I make my fucking chocolate millions, I'm not going to be chocolate invite you to my chocolate house. So get the fuck out of here. Why didn't you get Rob to invest in your in your company since he's buying Bitcoin stocks? No, no, he's on Elon Coin now. Or Elongate, or whatever they call it. If it's not called Elongate, I, if I just made that up there on the spot and he didn't do that, he's a fucking idiot. How much? How much? If you, how much did you he buy in Elongate, Elongate now? Uh, I think it's four hundred quid. It is Elongate, right? Like I didn't just make that up and give him too much credit. I don't know. I think okay, so. Okay, it is. It is. Okay. 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 That's fine. That's fine. I was about to get mad at Elon Musk for being a fucking dummy and mad at everyone else for putting money in if they hadn't figured out that he fucked up the name. And you can't. If you fuck up the name, no one should buy it. Grand Theft Auto Five. Ugh. Grand Theft Ass 6 I'm fucking <laughs> in This has been episode 9 of Morning Brew I'm Adam Sheridan Are we done already? I'm Stephen uh, Burke I'm having too much fun We'll see us again next week Bye <laughs>